comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to the Jersey Shore Podcast. Welcome to Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan from Jersey, joined as usual by... Here, say guys. And this will probably be a bonus episode, behind-the-scenes type stuff. So, by the time you hear this, some uh, release should already have been made on the HHWLED podcast network of our top 20, top 10 movies of all time list. Wait, it's only 10? It's 20, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if, we're we're putting the other 20. I don't know if the final list will be ah, 10 or whatever. It's even harder now. There's going to be a whole thing of the top movies of everybody in the podcast network is going to be putting together these lists. We're going to be trying to come up with some agreed-upon list of the top however movies of all time. Pierce and I have to put together, to start this process off, our top 20 lists, and we have no idea how to start. None. So we're going to do it together. Our lists will probably be very different. Yep. We have two lists open on Pierce's iPad, one of mine, one of his, and uh, we got 20 slots. So, uh, let's get cracking. Do you want to start out, or you want me to start out? Let's you go first. Okay, a movie that's definitely on mine. The question is, like, at a certain point, like, how many Nolan movies am I going to put on this? <laughs> no, but I mean, seriously, like... No, I had that question with Del Toro, so it's or okay. Or Tarantino, or uh, Edgar Wright movies, or, like, at a certain point, like, do I, do I limit myself to one and go, what's the best of them? Because maybe five Nolan movies are in my top 20, or maybe yeah. not. And the other thing is, it's so hard with genre. Yeah, I got a lot of comedies, I got a lot of dramas on here. And that's why I don't want to say one's the best. Like, do you base that off of rewatchability? Because you can rewatch it a thousand times, does that mean it's your favorite? So that's why I'm having a hard time with this. And we should be clear, these are our favorite movies. Yeah, we're not we're saying pre- best. I think the final list will be like we'll be voting on which ones of all everybody lists list, list we think is the best. Yeah. But for now, these are our favorites. Yeah. I already know my top three. What are your top three? Top three are Watchmen. Really? I, I would never have guessed Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's number three. Okay. Not number one. Number three is Watchmen, just to be clear. I'm going in reverse order from the top three. Number two is a movie directed by, I said Tim Schafer. Tim did the Batman movies. Did mm-hmm. Edward Scissorhands. Oh. <laughs> uh, Johnny Depp. Uh, Burton. Tim Burton. Tim Burton, thank you. Really? You have Tim Burton as your number two? Big Fish is my second favorite movie. Okay. I absolutely right. adore Big Fish. I'm not big on most other things he's done, actually. I do like Edward Scissorhands quite a bit. But generally, it's not my cup of tea. Same is true for my number one movie on my list, which is also from a director that generally I'd go, I don't care. But it's uh, The Purple Rose of Cairo, directed by Woody Allen. Yeah. And yeah, I, that's a very meta movie, and I love it. I doubt I can remember how to spell Cairo on the first try. Uh, C-A-I-R-O. Pierce knows something. So those are my top three. No, I've had that list for a while. I honestly need to go back and revisit like, the Purple Rose of Cairo and stuff and see if I need to reevaluate those top three. Yeah. But that's been in my top three for the last couple of years. And all, all right. of them, you made the point of they're all meta. Purple, Purple Rose of Cairo is meta. They're all kind of meta. All yeah. three of them are stories about stories. That's true. Purple Rose of Cairo about film in particular... Um, Big Fish is all about stories and storytelling, yes, say, and even right. Watchmen is about what lie can you tell the world to save it. Now, now let me say, I own Watchmen. 
I have owned the comic and have read it many times. Never watched the movie. Really? Yes. Which version do you have? Uh, I don't know. Whatever the cheap DVD is. Okay, see, I actually, for me, I should actually put this in notation here. For me, I'm counting that the number three. Director. The ultimate cut. Ultimate. Ooh, which is, is the one what with... What is this, Blade Runner? It's the one with... Um, Ooh, I got, maybe do I want the black per, The Black Pearl, is that what it's called? The pirate story and everything cut in, like the oh, animated yeah, segments. Yeah, the the and comics book the kids reading. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Now, now with that, that does make it very meta, so that's fair. All right. So top three. Oh yeah, maybe that's the way we should do it. All right. And if you want to change your top three at any point, that is fine. So you want to start with three, or do you want to start with one? I'll start with one. Okay. So I'm going to do this top three purely by rewatchability. I thought you were going to say touch, but. Yes. Well, no, because to be fair, I am looking at every movie, every DVD I own. Yes, I'm at a disadvantage. Right I'm not at my house with all my movies where it pierces. But. Yes, so I am looking at my entire DVD collection. And you're choosing Halo 2. Hey, yes. <laughs> Followed by Mario Kart Double Dash. No. I really like the cinematography of that one. You can really feel the double dashness of it. So, number one, Princess Bride. I have grown up on it. I can quote every single line. I've read the book. It is a family movie. Not Well, I mean, it's a family movie as in you can watch it with your family. But as in, my dad absolutely adores it. My mom adores it. They pass it on to me. One of the reasons I love it. What I was about to say for two is probably going to get bumped down to four. Whoa, that's a big jump. All right, well, I'm going to skip because I really don't know what to say for two. Because you told me I can't say Dr. Horrible. So, uh, I, as far as I know, the rules are theatrically released. Theatrically movies. released. All right. So, skip two for the moment. Three, I'm going to say Pacific Rim. Three is Pacific Rim? Yes. So, I think the Pacific Rim episode will have been up. Yes, it should um, go up either this week as we record this or next week. Uh, and this, <laughs> this, by the time you hear it, will be a very old bonus episode. Yes. So, Pacific Rim, I adore monster movies. I went in... With high hopes, because it's uh, one of my top two or three directors. I'd say my top three directors are probably Del Toro, Wes Anderson, and Nolan. But that's just me. So it's by one of my favorite directors. It's a monster movie, which I adore. It had pretty much, and it had pretty colors, giant monsters, robots. It had everything I wanted. So that's my number three. <sighs> my number two. Is it Scott Pilgrim or, Z or Zombieland? I'm going to say Zombieland, because I don't like the way Scott Pilgrim ends. Uh, which one was that? What number? Two? Two is Zombieland. Really? I mean, I like the movie, but not enough to put it on this. Yeah, my, my list is going to be very odd. So is mine. And, and it's fine. It's our favorite movies, not the yeah. best movies of all time. I Alright, so I should also explain, I'm a very social person. There's a test out there, I forget what it's called for gaming, that gives you like the four categories, I think. Oh, I thought you were guessing Myers-Briggs. No, yeah, no, no. Um, I've taken that more times than I can count, unfortunately. Don't major in psych people on the internet. There's four types of gamers. We talked about this previously. Have we? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And how I scored extremely high on the social aspect. And that's kind of the way I view movies as well. Where I would rank... Th this is how I would watch movies with other people. And what I would rank them in. And I guess rewatchability in that. Because I don't really watch things on my own. I watch it with when I'm with other people. So that's how I would rank that one. Okay. So, do you want to do your four, five, six? I don't know if I'm going to go in that order. I'm just right, starting to write down... I wrote down the Fantastic Mr. Fox. I think I, I was trying to weigh which Wes Anderson was going to be. That's for me. That's going to be it. I, I like his stuff a lot, but I think that's the only one that goes on my list for me. 
See, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna add my addition. That's gonna be Wes Anderson's gonna be uh, uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Stylistically, oh, yeah. Which one do I like more? That's a good point. Yeah, because Moonrise, it really captured the childhood aspect to it, and stylistically, I feel like it was him stepping into himself more. I mean, I don't I don't know if that's the right way of saying it. Like, it felt like the most Wes Anderson-y thing to date. Mm. And then, well, now watching the the trailer for Grand Budapest. Uh, someone described the poster as the most Wes Anderson Wes Anderson thing that's ever Wes Andersoned, but um, which I agree with. So I'm going to throw Moonrise Kingdom on there for one of mine. Uh, I'm also probably going to have Where the Wild Things Are. I haven't watched that yet. It, I fell in love with that movie. Okay. I didn't know what to expect, but it's a movie that both makes you remember exactly what it felt like to be a child and to never want to be that again. Mm. It's it's just a gorgeous movie that uh, I think it was Spike Jones did that one and it's just amazing. But so I've got that. I've got I just have notations of Nolan and Tarantino. I think I'm gonna have so many movies that I'm probably gonna limit myself to one each for those. Okay. But I also have Moon. Really? I love Moon. I can appreciate the artistic value of it, but I, I really love that. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a couple oddballs here. Uh, so did you write Scott Pilgrim down on my list there already? Because I said I was bumping that down to four. Oh, the four? Let me put that. And then you had, um, what's it called? Scott Moonrise. Pilgrim. This is... Are you really going to say Versus the World? Yeah, doing full titles. With capitalization. Oh, when we were talking about monster movies, did I ever say Rain of Fire? I don't think so. I mean, I, I've seen it. It's okay. I mean, it, for I like a monster the, I like movie. the Star Wars scene. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty funny. But as far as monster movies go, I mean, that's a pretty... I mean, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was anything special, but... But, all right. Where were you putting um, Moonrise Kingdom on the list? Did you have a spot yet? Not yet. That's going to be rough. A couple... I wouldn't say they're offbeat. The first one's offbeat. The second one's more mainstream, but still. Uh, Whip It. Uh, I've watched that multiple times. Also, great date movie. You know, you're dating a girl that's a little more offbeat. Great movie for that. I can see that. Um, Again, another movie that was like, I enjoyed it. Didn't think it was anything special. Yeah, I just... But I, if it spoke to you, yeah. awesome. It just, yeah. you know, didn't as much to me. Um, and Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> I like that movie. I don't think it'll make my list, but I, I do really like that movie. Oh, I should say this because I can't say... Uh, this is the obligatory nerd one, uh, Serenity. Mm. I don't know where that fits on my list, but... Now, see what's... Are you, are you going to limit yourself to one per director? Why? Who directed that? Joss Whedon. Yeah. Uh, so the correct. question is... No, I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying, if you had to rank them, did you like Serenity more or Avengers more? I don't think that's a question. Uh, Serenity. Really? Okay. Now, 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 I should say, my family went and saw Serenity, and we didn't know Firefly existed. Um, we walked out of the theater, and my dad was like, I feel like there was more there, and we are missing I feel like I've missed about 16 hours of something. <laughs> no, and that's pretty much exactly what my dad said, because I feel like there was something else. I'm like... Nah. And then, yes, exactly, there was. So then having rewatched Serenity and it being the completion of all that, it was a very good completion. Uh, and I was so much more invested in the characters. And, and you know that. I have the, you know, the 10th anniversary poster on my wall, framed. You know, I have, all, I have the Super Collector's Edition of Serenity. Avengers was great in that, oh, these characters that are like, and they're having witty comments back and forth. It's not the same movingness as as Serenity is. So, so what's your next couple? I think the Avengers will probably be on my list. Really? Okay. Uh, I think as a movie, I like Serenity. 
as a movie, like you said, it's a continuation of something else. Yeah. And to an extent, so is The Avengers, but as a beginning, middle, end movie, I think The Avengers works better. Okay. I just not discounting Serenity at all. It's just Serenity is very clearly a oh our television series got canceled. We need to wrap up these plot lines. Movie. Okay, that's fair. That I like, but yeah. let's see. I got Nolan here, and the question comes down to which one of his I pick, and I think it's got to be the Prestige. I figured you would. I love Inception. I love Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. I love the following, which I guess wouldn't count because I don't think that was theatrically released. Nope. Um, I. I really love Memento. Insomnia is okay. Um, Never saw it. It's okay. It's not my favorite thing. But I think, I think for Nolan, it's going to be The Prestige. That is just one of my favorite movies of all time. It I is would incredible. agree. It is his best. Inception got hyped, but I think it just the story blew everyone's mind. Inception might be like half of a percent lower for me of his movies than. The prestiges. I love both movies. Now, see, for me, I saw Inception after everyone else. So it got hyped beyond belief. And, and I then, totally get that. And then I watch it and I'm like, cool, I've read a lot of sci-fi that's not far off from this. Now, to see it visually was amazing. The acting was superb. It's n- in no regard a bad film, but watching The Prestige, that blew my mind. That, there was twists. Like, you know how much I love guessing twists. And whatnot. That honestly kept me guessing. So, I, I could see that. I'm not writing that down for him. I'm putting both in my list below the top 20, Prestige and Inception, because maybe I'll end up putting both. Same thing if we got Tarantino here next on my my uh, not-quite-numbered list. And, th- and that's going to be Pulp Fiction for sure. Hmm. Um, okay. But then... I think also Inglorious Bastards. I I was hoping you would say because I don't know if it's going to make my list, but it is my favorite of his. My dad was just watching that the other day, the TV boulderized version. <laughs> but it's so different. It, is. it actually was a lot less different than I thought. It was basically really? just bleeping the f word. That was basically everything else that I kept going. Oh, they're going to cut this. They're going to cut this. It was there. Really? I was amazed because there's there's two movies like right down to the to the David Bowie music video in the middle of it. <laughs> like I was like, there's no way that's gonna be in the cut. And I was like, no, no, it was in there. I was like, really? You know? Yeah. I mean, because there there have been a couple movies that I've watched on TV that are not the same movie. Number one being The Departed. Because if you watch that on TV, that is a completely different movie than what you're watching. In, it also depends TV. which channel you're watching. Oh, on. that's true. But I I figured Inglorious would be right up there. Uh, and The Departed's also going to be on my list, for sure. Well, it's going to be between Inglorious Bastard... Or, I'm, I'm sorry, between The Departed and Gangs of New York. I like both of those a lot. Mm, I would say... I, see, part of me wants to say... And I don't want to discount Django, either. Django is a close one up there for... for but, I mean, you know, you know my feelings on But I've about. only seen it once, so far. So, I've seen Pulp Fiction and Inglorious Bastards tons of times, and so I feel so more comfortable you're more familiar. Yes. Um... It, between Gangs and The Departed. I don't know how to spell Scorsese. Oh, no, there it is. <laughs> Scorsese. Uh, I, I'm going to throw out my artistic ones real quick. Hold on, hold on. Before, oh. before just because I'm still typing mine. Oh, and before I forget it. Cabin in... Really? Uh, woods. Absolutely. I love that movie so much. Whenever I find out somebody hasn't seen it, it's like, can we watch it right now? Type <laughs> deal. So, back on <coughs> your list... Is this a numbered one or one you're just putting in the holding? Just pattern? putting in the holding, because that's really all I'm going to do, and then just kind of blindly sit things how I, I want them. 
the two artistic films that are kind of going to make my list, first being Pan's Labyrinth, like I mentioned before, how much I love Del Toro, and really just kind of the adult fairy tale aspect of the whole thing. Another one that I can not only watch over and over again, I'm not talking about Pan's Labyrinth at this point, moving on to the next one here, but also adore the soundtrack, the cast was fantastic, everything about it, uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Good movie. As much as I love my... Is that O-H or O-apostrophe? Uh, let me pick up the stack of DVDs and find out. <laughs> yes, you do have... Uh, or it could just be O with no apostrophe. O, no apostrophe. I'm surprised. You know, as much as I love my techno-y dubstep, I also adore folk and... Uh, you know, it, it's not quite a Western, but it's definitely got that, you know, southern country feel to it, which I appreciate. Not that I like country, I just like folk, and that definitely has it, so... Okay, what else? Well, I'm looking at my entire collection here. Let's go for... Ooh! I just noticed it's off the shelf, but I make references to it constantly, and I want to enjoy the keynote beverage of the whole film, Big Lebowski. Good one. That might be on my list in the end. So we're going to go Big Lebowski. Let's do comedies. I'm going to throw out three comedies real quick here. Um, I think that's how you spell Lebowski. It looks right. And no replacements found. Uh, anyway. There you go. Uh, I'm going to throw out three comedies here. Beetlejuice. Okay. I love everything about that movie. Never actually seen it. That is a travesty. Not a big Michael Keaton fan. See, I love Michael Keaton. Uh, we're going to say Beetlejuice. How is that spelled? Beetlejuice? Or is it is juice spelled a different way? No, it is juice. Beetlejuice. It is Beetlejuice. Okay. Now, the way he spells his name is, is different. Is like Beetlejuice. Yeah. But the movie is entitled Beetlejuice. We're going to say that. We're going to say Ghostbusters. One, I'm assuming. Yes. Two wasn't bad, but... Okay, Ghostbusters. The third one, I had a thought, but I might just jank yours because it was probably going to be end up being on my list anyway. I'm going to say two more here, actually. Benny and June. Benny. Is that yeah. Ampersand or the word end? Uh, ampersand. Benny and June. And I'm going to steal your thunder, Gentleman Broncos. We're not stealing it. <laughs> I'm stealing your thunder, Gentleman Although I guess I didn't say it when we were recording. Gentleman Broncos is one of those movies that when it ends up back on Netflix at some point, we absolutely have to do an episode on it because <laughs> it is just a brilliantly bizarre movie. Yeah. it. Oh, my word. And it's if so you, awkward. If you saw Napoleon Dynamite and thought, I liked this, but it was a little bit too straightforward for yeah. me. <laughs> it needs more homeschoolers, really, is what it needs. It needs more villainous Kiwis. <laughs> villainous Kiwis <laughs> with... Native American... <laughs> Fetish is not the right word, but Native American... Fashion sense? Yeah. <laughs> and it has a lot to do with sci-fi. Yeah. Basically, if you grew up as a, or surrounded by, homeschoolers... Oh, I was going to say, or <laughs> I was gonna say orphans because it was somehow funnier in context. <laughs> Homeschoolers, you'll probably get a lot out of this movie. Or if so, you're really into sci-fi, or re- was really into sci-fi as a kid. I was about to say, if you grew up with those awful, awful sci-fi stories, and then you look back and say, why did I deal with this? Yeah, that's probably a good one there. So, how many do I have on my list, so I know how many more I have to... You have 11 unnumbered, plus 4 numbered, so you need another 5 at least to fill out a full 20. You can always, of course, swap stuff in later. Alright, 5 more. Well, I'm gonna yeah, add I was about to say your turn. You Gentleman Broncos to mine. Now, I'm noticing on my list, most of these movies are newer, like last ten years newer. Except, well, well yeah, Pulp Fiction was 94. 
Oh, Purple Rose of Cairo is the oldest one I have on my list so far. I feel like I'm vastly underrepresenting the years before I was born, but I'm, I'm, I'm two minds of this. Hear me out. The guys, the other guys in the network are probably going to have the majority of their movies from the years before I was born. Okay. So Because they're sh- older or they're more film buffs? Because they're older. Okay. So the question is, should I stick with newer movies I love because they're going to fill out the list with lots of older movies that I also love and I can vote for them later? Or should I try to round it out better and fill in with old stuff that I still love, I just haven't put on this list yet? Do ones that you love and, and not have to fill out. Don't think about filling out a list. Well, but if we are filling out a list, no, I, I wouldn't understand. do this if it wasn't. I understand, but go with your gut. Do this in a vacuum. Don't fill out in comparison to what they're doing. I'm now going to stand up and walk over to my cabinet because I'm probably blind and can't see everything, but I thought of two more movies. Well, The Empire Strikes Back is going on mine. That's a fair assessment. I love that movie. I mean, I think that'll be my Star Wars pick. It would be either that or A New Hope, but that's definitely going to be... I don't think I'm going to put both on the list. I've got only 20 slots. Yeah. I see you've got the Lord of the Rings movies there. Are you going to put any of them on your list? I know you love them, I don't. One, Jurassic Park, the first one. Ooh, that's a great pick. I had this really touching moment where, because that was the first movie I ever saw in theaters. Now, granted, I was three. I was scared out of my mind. Uh, I hid between the seats seats during the raptor scene in the kitchen. It was horrifying. Clever girl. Uh, But 20 years later, when they did the 20-year re-release, I got to actually go and watch it again in the theaters with my dad, which was a really cool, like, circular moment there. So that's one of them. Blues Brothers is another. I'm assuming the original. The original. No, 2000, because it was so good. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, and it, it's The Blues Brothers, correct? Correct. The Blues Brothers. Uh, the soundtrack is something I listen to forever. Adore it. Next, Fifth Element. Really? Okay. I don't know That's why. That's 5th, right? Not No. Or it is F-I-T. It is, the, it is technically the, the fifth. Oh, I know. I, I already had that. Okay. So we're going to go with that. I own Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Congratulations. Things I'm learning about myself. <laughs> okay. um, or you borrowed it from someone and never gave it back to them. Let's be honest, it's likely. Eh, maybe. I got two left, three left. Two left. All right. Assuming I'm counting that correctly. Let's go... See, I own all Lord of the Rings. I'm trying to be a bigger buff, but I'm going really with rewatchability. rewatchability here. That's fine. And I can't sit down and say, hey, what do you want to watch tonight? Let's watch Return of the King, because i got nothing better just, to do. Just Return of the King. Just Return of the King. Now, to be fair, that would be... If I were to pick one, I would say that one. Okay. Um, the first one's really slow. The second one, people have, have some problems with it, so we're going to skip that entirely. Now, I'm just I'm just thinking out loud. I think I've seen it on your shelf, but also I'm just thinking of classic film fr- franchises. The Aliens one, That's or Terminator. I was thinking or, about... Because I know you love a lot of those ones. I love them, but I'm going to skip that. I keep My eyes keep going back to Office Space, so we're going to go with Office that. Office Space, okay. I'm not a big Mike Judge fan. See, I adore Mike Judge. I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but I could watch King of the Hill every day for the rest of my life. I think he pretty much already does. Nine yes, times out of ten when I come I to his house, he's watching King of the Hill, yes. a show I can't stand. I adore everything about that show. I'm going to round out, ooh, that's a tough call. you got Star Trek movies there. you got Marvel I movies. I actually have every original Star Trek. What Marvel movies do I have? I see Iron Man on there. No. Is that not Iron Man? It's Where? the same color scheme. Um, same shelf as Firefly and Serenity. It's about four over from Star Trek towards Firefly and Serenity. 
Um, you're talking about Tremors, the series. Oh, is it Tremors? Okay. It's the, it's entire, the same color scheme it, and about the same size and shape as the yeah, words no, Iron Man. It is the entirety of Tremors. I'm sitting 15 um, feet away from his yes. bookshelf. Because if I have anything, it is a surplus of monster movies. Last pick, you know what? I'm going to throw everything for a loop. I'm going to say a Christmas story. Really? Okay. Because I could watch that movie for 24 it, hours or once the, a year. It's A, right? It is A, Christmas story. Now, I was really tempted to say either Power Rangers... That's a joke. But in seriousness, it was between uh, Christmas Story, Young Frankenstein, and Con. Those were the last three that I was really trying to pick between. Um, Young Frankenstein and not Spaceballs, because I see you also have that on your shelf. Uh, or technically above your shelf. Yeah, technically above my shelf. Above my shelf, I have Lost Boys, Wayne's World, Avatar, Up, and Spaceballs. No, um, Spaceballs suffers from the same syndrome as Holy Grail does, where it's quoted... So much that the hipster in me rebels deeply against it because it's so mainstream. So that leads me to Young Frankenstein, which honestly I think is a better movie in general. Khan is also, I mean, it's Khan. I didn't say Star Wars because they're good, and what they did for sci fi was basically establish it as a viable genre, and I admire it for it, but there's so much within them that I that frustrates me that I have a hard time looking past. So you mentioned it, but I'm putting uh, Holy Grail on my list. Okay, I have a really weird list, don't I? My list is weird too. These are lists of movies we would watch over and over again, and certainly that is one I have watched over and over again. I'm I'm just looking. I mean, I've got I got a Wes Anderson. I've got Nolan. I've got Tarantino. I've got Scorsese. Who is your? Oh, you added two Tarantinos. That's right. Yes. I got Scorsese. I've got the Avengers, uh, Moon, Where the Wild Things Are. You cheated. You have two uh, Joss Whedon's. What's the other one? Avengers and Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods was not directed by him. It was co-written by him. You lied to me because that's how you got me to watch Cabin in no, the Woods. No, I said it was co-written by him, and the other co-writer and the director was one of the main other main guys behind Buffy and Angel, whose name is currently flooding around around my head, and I can't quite grab it. You lied to me. All right. I totally did not lie to you. <laughs> not at all. I was probably exactly as specific as I was here, <laughs> except I could have probably at the time remembered the director's name, who's going to be showrunning one of the new Marvel shows, if I remember correctly. One of the ones for, with Netflix. I th- want to say Daredevil, but I might not be correct on Ooh, that. I'm really tempted to drop something. Well, hold on, I'm just looking at my list. So I've got my, I got my Monty Python, I've got Star Wars... I would. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put any of the aliens or the Terminators. No. I, I like some of them, but they're just not. They don't do it for me. Oh, so we're Jersey Shore. We should have Jersey-related things. Also, you could probably turn that back over this direction here. Um, yeah. <laughs> little little interesting Jersey tidbit: Terminator, Sarah Jane, um, which is not the name of the character from Terminator. You're absolutely right. I'm now on, <laughs> on uh, Doctor Who here. Sarah no, Connor. Sarah Connor. She is now. I don't know if they are originally from Jersey. But she has an identical twin sister who lives and actually works as a nurse here in Jersey. The actress. Yes. 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 Not, not the, the character. character. Yes. Well, you started off talking about the Sorry. character. I don't know her actual name. I, Linda Hamilton, maybe? That, uh, okay, that does sound vaguely familiar. So she has an identical twin that works as a nurse here in Jersey. My mom used to work in the same hospital and got really freaked out when she walked the corner and suddenly there was Sarah Connor. But and then she <laughs> grabbed your mom and wouldn't come with me if you It was weird. But yeah, so that's a little bit of Jersey uh, factoid there for you. Speaking of Jersey, though, Kevin Smith. Ooh, yeah, what are you going to put on there? I'm only picking one. Chasing Amy's up there. Really? 
I love chasing Amy. Affleck got on my nerves. No, I like that. I mean, I think he's supposed to. He's a, he's an idiot in that movie. Though the character is an idiot. Yeah. Chasing Amy's up there. Clerks is up there. But I also, while well, I appreciate Clerks and love Clerks, it's not a movie I can rewatch all the time. Yeah. The pace. I mean, it's a, it's a first movie. Yeah. The the pacing's a little slow. Clerks two though would definitely be up there. I, I really like Red State. I hated um, I hated every minute of that movie. Red State just kept surprising me. Um, it's not. It's. I don't think I'd put it on here, but I did like it. Can Come I put on. Clerks the animated series? No. Uh, you haven't said my favorite yet. So Mallrats. Yeah. yeah. See, Mallrats is for me kind of in the second tier. Um, I like it, but not that much. But see, Mallrats was more campy. Yeah, which is why I, I'm not a big as big in the camp. Dogma, no. I see, like he, it, but and, I wouldn't put it up there. And see, Dogma for me was only good anytime Matt Damon was on the screen. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. What did he, he... After Dogma, he did... Matt Damon? No, no. Smith. <laughs> Why am I blanking on this all of a sudden? I have all of his uh, movies. Strike Back. So yeah, that would also be second tier. That one's more campy, like Mallrats. Zack and Miri, I actually like... As a movie, it's a really solid movie. But I think for me, it's going to be Chasing Amy. Um, for me. Really? I would have never have guessed that. I love Chasing Amy. It, it just feels like the most personal of them. It's not the funniest, it's not... No, the, no you know, I know, it's definitely not going for the funniest there. But, but it's just, you know, it's a heartfelt story. <laughs> I, I'm tempted to put Homeward, the Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, <laughs> only because <laughs> I watched it so many times as a kid, and whenever it comes over the hill at the end of the movie, I always cry, but uh, I don't think it's going to make it. Let's see, let me just count here. Three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen... 18. I still need two more. Two more. I keep seeing Up up there. And my question is, like, I want to have a Pixar up there. But for me, is that Up? Is that Wally? Is that The Incredibles? Finding Nemo? Toy, Toy Story 3. It's got to be Toy Story 3. I was about me. to say, all the feels. Yeah, because I'm just got in my head now. What movies made me cry? And that movie made me cry. I was about to say, we're, we're in that age group where Toy Story 1 and 2 applied. And then moving on to the third one kind of applied to us. I don't like Toy Story 2. And I like one. One's okay. But it's... One was okay. I like it. Two, I was bored by. Three is the one that was just like every minute of that movie I love. And like I said, makes me cry twice for two very different reasons. Uh, Up also makes me cry. Uh, but... It, it, and it's close, but if I'm only picking one, I still need one more movie. I need at least more than one movie, because it depends if we're going to put multiple Tarantinos, Nolans, and Scorsese's on there. I actually am going to have to make a, a, a change here. Okay. Let me um, bring back your list. Drop Blues Brothers. Uh, you know what? Actually, let me, let me look at my list. I, I can always just add something new yeah. to your list. Because um, this is a really tough call in my mind here. Between What About Bob and The Man Who Knew Too Little. Because I adore both of those movies, and I don't own either of them. Gonna have to go with What About Bob? Because I have watched that movie so many times now. Also, I just have a big Bill Murray thing going on, so... Strap in. Question mark in that? Yeah. And question mark District 9. No, that doesn't have a question mark. No? Oh, darn it. (laughs) Do you want me to add it in there? (laughs) Yes, please. That's another one that's like, it's close. I love that movie a lot, or I like that movie a lot. Because, honestly, it was the best piece of science fiction that had come out in a while when it came out. What about Primer? 
So that's one I don't know. Like you keep saying rewatchability, and I'm not saying that I'm fo- solely focusing my list around that. Oh no, and you shouldn't. That's just how I'm focusing. Right. My list. I, Primer, I couldn't rewatch that. It's a great movie. It also feels like a first movie. Primer. Primer is a movie that you have to take like a doctrinal thesis on. Like no, I don't think so. You just need to watch it and read the Wikipedia article. Well, that's and and see all the different flow charts and everything. Now, have. have you seen Upstream Color? Never heard of it. That is Carruth's second movie that came out, I believe, last year or the end of 2012. It's on Netflix. It is obtuse. I, I think it's... <laughs> here's the thing. I watched it's, the movie. It's more than 90 degrees? I watched the movie beginning to end and went, there's some very beautiful things in that. I have literally no idea what just happened. The entire movie, I had no clue what was happening, what had just happened, or how any of it tied together. Now, now was then, it in one of those ways that was like, above your head, like, there's something I'm not grasping, or this is just nonsensical? Until okay. I read... I was So I Googled it afterwards. I was like, okay, obviously, Carruth, Shane Carruth, the guy who did Primer and then Upstream Color, obviously he knew what he was doing with Primer, so I have... I can't believe he just dropped the ball on this one. Like, clearly there's something, and I'm just not getting it. So... I googled Upstream Color to find, like, his explanation. And once I read his, like, paragraph long, this is what the movie is, I went, oh, it is that. That's brilliant. I wish that had been clear at any point during the movie and that there wasn't... What was the movie? I don't even think I could explain it. I'd say read the Wikipedia article or Google his explanation of what the story's about because it's confusing. It's one of those things that I'm like, that's a really great idea for a movie. I wish I had seen that movie or at least all of what you would put in your summary in the on the screen in a way that was understandable. <laughs> it's beautiful. I'd watch it again, but I was very confused. Oh, I, I just had a movie pop in my head. Oh, Bug. Bug is going What's on this bug? list. Bug is a movie, because talking about Disjointed is what made me think of it. There's several movies with the title Bug. The one I'm thinking of has, who is the guy from Jamie Kennedy? Jamie Kennedy's in this movie. He's not the star or anything, but that's wow, usually my thing of... A- He's in it, but don't worry. (laughs) This movie, it's a movie about a bug, kind of, in that, I think in the first scene, it's been a while since I've rewatched it, but I do own it on DVD and I've watched it many times. A kid sees a a bug, I think it's a beetle of some type, on the sidewalk and crushes the bug. And a guy who's kind of having a bad day, I think he thinks his wife is cheating on him or something, he's sitting in his car, he sees a kid do this, he comes over, he yells at the kid. What are you doing? How can you do that? You know, it's a living thing, it's whatever. Then you, that scene's over, and you get another story with, with some other people that's disconnected. And then another story with some other people that's disconnected. And then you keep, there's like seven or eight, probably six to eight stories in this movie of different people that are seemingly mostly disconnected until the end when you realize how it all fits together. And it's not a mystery or anything, but it's just how small decisions in a person's life can affect other people. Okay. Kind of all starting with a kid stomping on a bug. Kind of the idea, like the short story of Sound of Thunder, not the terrible movie adaptation of Sound of Thunder. But just that kind of thing. I think it's the 2009 version, because there's a couple movies with the name Bug that are totally different. Um, But I'm going to put 2009, and if it's wrong, I'll change it later. It becomes Bub's Life. But it is just one of those movies that I think I got it at Walmart. Where You know how they used to have, like, five, six years ago, they'd put out a movie, and six months later they'd have, like, a double pack of that movie saran wrapped to another movie mm-hmm. for 10 bucks or 15 bucks. It was one of those ones where I bought some movie and this happened to be saran wrapped to it. And I went, I don't know what this is, but I'll watch it. And I was like, oh, that was kind of really clever and brilliant and unlike anything else I've seen. Hmm. So with that, one, two, crap, I put it on your list. Thankfully, it's only three letters. Well, and 
Then the parentheses. Oh, can I add? Can I add? Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me go back to mine. No, nah, it's a joke because I was going to say Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> three. Dungeons and Dragons three. Oh, if there's a third one, I'm going to die. I think there is because I own the first two and it's awful. Oh my word! So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. I have twenty movies, not in order. Yeah. You have, have, like, 22. 22. Can I just say, the first D&D movie kind of knew what it was and kind of rolled with the whole campy, bad aspect to it. I've never seen it. Um, Generally, when I know, one, oh, this movie's terrible, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not going to watch it. This, but, it but I don't, don't want to like, say... The Room, I, I, would, I haven't seen yet, but I would watch The Room because it's one of those things. Like, I've seen Troll 2, but in general, if a movie's just bad... I don't well, so I actually it. had this whole conversation with someone about, uh, the other day about a movie being so bad it's good, and our prime example was Big Trouble in China, where... But that is a comedy. It is purposefully funny and weird and doesn't make but, any sense. Uh, but that, kind of what our original, the original point we were talking about was the original RoboCop. In that, it's good People because it's be bad. bad at you. <laughs> I see. I don't think it rises to the level of so good it's bad. You mean so bad it's good? Yeah, sorry. So, yeah. so bad it's good. I don't think it rises to that level. I think it's just a mediocre action movie. <laughs> but people, especially people on this network, love RoboCop. And it, hey, all, all I'm saying is if they hear this. I'm not stepping in between you. You can fight that battle. Oh, no. <laughs> I, and let me be said, um, 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 I um, like RoboCop, but, all right, maybe for d- different reasons. I think these guys are... legitimately love RoboCop. Really? Okay. Like, are upset about the new one type. Love oh, one, I am, too. I am, I am very upset about the new one as well, but... F- I don't care about RoboCop at all. The only thing I take away from RoboCop is from the, the one... One iota of anything worthwhile, and I think it's RoboCop three, which is the which line, some people argue only the first one really matters. But <laughs> which is the line? What are you a rocket sign or what are you a rocket surgeon? <laughs> and I still use that line to this oh, day because yeah. that's that funny. And there's a jetpack with terrible graphics, yes. and I think if that's two or three, eight, there's no reason to even know the differences between them. The point is, like the first one's a watchable, mediocre movie that people really love for some yeah. reason, and you think is so bad it's good. The other ones are just awful movies. Yeah. And, the, and the new one, the trailer looked exciting enough, but I don't care. I like Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, that's true. Michael Keaton's in it. <laughs> really? Yeah, he plays like the president of Omnicore. Oh, okay. That's He's in the nice. trailers. Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Samuel L. Jackson. Um, what is this robo doing on my cop? <laughs> I'm trying to haul these motherfucking robos and these motherfucking cops. <laughs> Um, all right, so i got to drop two things off my list. Well, no, here's what I'm thinking. This might be the easiest way to do it for you. Now that we have your list. You oh, I was going to drop two things and then just say, that's that's my Come list on, then. That, that's copping out. Oh, don't, you've, you've I got don't number know one, what to do here. I've got, I've got an idea. All number right. one, you've got The Princess Bride. Yes. Then Zombieland. Yes. Then Pacific Rim. Yes. Then Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Yes. Now, if I read you the, the list of all the other movies and tell you, I can, I can do it one of two ways. I can do, of all of those... Which is your favorite, or of the, all of those, which would you put at the bottom? And then we can start filling out the list from that way. Just going, that one goes up top, that one goes down below, that one goes up top, that one goes down below. Okay. It might be the easiest and fastest way. Okay, I want to drop two, though. Okay. Um, let, me, let me look at this real quick. Okay, there's your um, list. Where is my water? It's on the opposite side of the box. Ah, Yes. My water lies over the ocean. Doesn't make any sense. Nope. 
Somewhere Drop. under the sea, somewhere waiting for Drop me. Drop Benny in June. My love, it stands on broken sands. I don't know the rest of the words. Come sailing. Yeah, that, that, that's what it is. It's uh, sailing. Okay, so drop my engine. Now, do I want to drop District 9 or What About Bob? So I already have two Bill Murray movies on my list. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop What About Bob, even though I've seen it more times, because I've actually seen District 9 in theaters twice. And I've only seen two movies in theaters twice. Really? District 9 and uh, Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. So, <laughs> you know what movie was probably the first movie you saw in theaters twice? What? Oh, no, wait. I guess you can count, because I lied, because I just said Jurassic Park, because I saw it 20 years later. Oh, I don't true. know if that counts. Yeah, that's a but, 3D reissue. I'd say they're two different <laughs> Yeah, movies. but anyway, continue. Um, I think the first movie I ever saw in theaters twice was Attack of the Clones. Really? Both times, really? my ticket was paid for by other people. Okay, that's fair. But, <laughs> yes. I also saw Revenge of the Sith twice, which I really like Revenge of the Sith. I, I like it better than Return eh. of the Jedi. Like, for me, it's my third eh. favorite of the Star Wars movies. It still has problems, but all of I, I would say... Four is my favorite. Four wraps up nicely. Four, four, yeah. Six just bother. It just bothers me. And Robot Chicken hit the nail on the head when the two commanders are on the one Star Destroyer and they're like, "What? What? What? what what's going on?" And they're like, "Oh, we lost. No, the the Death Star just blew up. We didn't lose." He goes, "Oh no, no, we most definitely lost. What do you mean? We have entire fleets of ships. But the no, we lost. <laughs> we lost. Bigger than the Death Star." But, I mean, why would they write entire book series about how they still have to fight the rest of the Empire? George Lucas didn't write those. <laughs> yeah, point. well, thank goodness he didn't. Because uh, well, they would have Ewoks in them. Some of them still had Ewoks in them. Unfortunately. So, of this, Prime, of this list, oh. either tell me which is your favorite of this list or your least favorite of this list. Okay, real quick. Whip It's going to be 20. I Whip already know 20. that for okay. a fact. 20 is Whip It. Moonrise Kingdom, Little Miss Sunshine, Serenity, Pan's Labyrinth, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, The Big Lebowski, Beetlejuice, Ghostbusters, Gentleman Broncos, Jurassic Park, Blues Brothers, Fifth Element, Office Space, Christmas Story, District 9. Alright, Jurassic Park's going to be number 5. Jurassic Park, number 5. With Serenity, number 6. Okay. Blues Brothers is going to be 19. Blues Brothers. And a Christmas Story above that, followed by District 9. Wait, so Christmas Story 18, District 9, 17? Correct. Uh, what else do I have? Did I, did I write Blues Brothers? Blues Brothers is 19. Okay, that's what I thought. We're going to set Moonrise at 10. Okay, jumping a little bit to the middle, but okay. Office Space, we're going to say... Hold six. on. Office Space is 16, you say? Yeah. So I have 1 to 6 done, right? Yes. Office Space is 16. Ghostbusters 15. Ghostbusters is 15. Yeah, Except they came up as two words. So you have Little Miss Sunshine. Which will be 14. <laughs> what? Autocorrect changed that from Little Miss Sunshine to Live Miss Sunshine. That is a different movie. <laughs> Hopefully not starring Abigail Breslin as a seven-year-old. Um, I was about to say, what is she now? Uh, probably around 15, 16, because she's in Zombieland. Yeah, she's the younger yeah. sister in Sunnyland, and that's four or five years ago now. Yeah. She's probably, what, 14 in that? Oh, that's older than she, I she thought was, was She just played Valentine in uh, Orson Scott, in uh, in Ender's Game, didn't she? Was she? she yeah, I'm pretty sure that was her. I didn't uh, see that. And Petra was Haley Steinfeld from True Grit. Which I haven't seen either yet. Such a good movie. Well, I have a case. Uh, 
Pan's yeah. Labyrinth, Her Brother We're Out There, The Big Lebowski, Beetlejuice, Gentleman Broncos, The Fifth Element. We have 7, 8, 9, and 11, 12, and 13. Alright, let me see here. Um, Another one that's close to me on my list is The Amazing Spider-Man, but it's not going to quite make it. Is that the new one? The, yeah, it's the newest one. I think, uh, I hate the original trilogy, I think I've made that clear on at least other podcasts, I don't know if I've made it clear they here. ruined my favorite villain of all time. Um, I just think the dialogue is atrocious and just super campy. A lot of the acting is really bad, and Tobey Maguire's portrayal of Peter Parker, as written, is not even not even a percent of what Peter Parker is in the comics to me. So, okay, well, but Andrew Garfield was like all of what Peter Parker is to me. All right, a brother is seven, or yeah, seven. Or brother than Pans, because Pans was just so good. Oh, that might be my favorite Del Toro movie. Yeah, I know. What's it called? It's up. Uh, all right. I should say not. It's not that it's my favorite. I think it's the best Del Toro movie. My favorite is Pacific Rim, but I think the best one is. So we've got The Big Lebowski, Beetlejuice, Gentleman Broncos, The Fifth Element. Beetlejuice might be nine. Big Lebowski, Gentleman Broncos, Fifth Element. We got eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Make eleven Gentleman Broncos, then Lebowski, then Fifth Element. I doubt any of these movies are going to make it to the final. Gentleman Broncos will have both of us pulling for it. But no one else in the history of <laughs> mankind will have seen it. The Big Lebowski, then the Fifth Element, you said? The fifth Element being last, yes. Well, 13th. Yeah, of the three. Yeah. I don't know, maybe enough people will pull for uh, Ghostbusters. I think uh, Big Lebowski will probably be That's true. on several lists. Pacific Rim will definitely be. Princess Bride will probably be. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park's a good chance. Serenity's a good chance. I love Jurassic Park so much. I do as well. It, it not being on my list is not a me saying I don't like it or anything like that. It's I, I like the first two quite a bit. I, yes, I know people have problems with the second one. I love the books a lot more, but... Um, I didn't read the second book. I liked the second movie. Now, granted, a lot of what I liked was the... What was it? In San Francisco? A lot of it, what I liked is that I was 11 years old when I first saw it. And it was like the most amazing thing ever. I totally can recognize that. I I attribute Jurassic Park as the reason I love monster movies as much as I do. Hmm. So. It was certainly the reason I love dinosaurs as much as I did for years and years as a kid. Um, Because I think I saw it before I ever saw the original Jurassic Park. Now I know what I'm going to do tonight after you leave. (laughs) So, my list. We got a little bit more fill out here. So, my list, I have Purple Rose of Cairo is number one, then Big Fish then Watchmen, The Ultimate Cut, which technically, I think, was broadcast in theaters like a year later. One of those things, yeah. Or six months later, or at least in like some IMAX things. Um, but I'm putting it up there if if I get called a technical foul on that or whatever. <laughs> so be it. I think Bug is the one that goes in slot 20. For me, like I said, it's a fun movie. No one has heard of this movie. I love it. I'm mentioning it just to mention it. And not just to mention it. I, I really do love it, but... Uh, well, I'm putting it 20 because there's no reason to put it any higher. I think The Prestige goes at number four. It, it is just one of those movies I could watch over and over and over and over again. And probably the first Nolan movie I watched after seeing, like, The Dark Knight and being like, oh, this is a really good director, and then going back and being like, oh my gosh, this is an amazing <laughs> director. I think 19's going to go to Chasing Amy. Again, nothing against it. It's on my list of top 20. It's just... Something's got to go there. I think that's it. Actually, you know what? I take that back. Chasing Amy, I'm going to put in 18. And Where the Wild Things Are is going to go number 19. So we still got Fantastic Mr. Fox, Inception, Pulp Fiction, and Inglorious Bastards. 
Moon, The Avengers, Gangs of New York, and The Departed. Oh, you did both Gangs and Departed. I figure, yeah, Goodfellas is another top, is another close one, but for me, these are the ones going up there. I think, I think The Departed is going to be number five, and then number six is going to be Pulp Fiction. So then, what's next? Now we're getting to the really difficult ones. These are all, I mean, all, I mean, all <laughs> these are great movies, but these are so closely, this is why I don't like to do, like, lists. I like to be, like, all these movies are A, all these movies yeah. are B type See, that's, deal, that's you know? why I really don't like this either. Although now I'm currently in this moment where I'm not really talking, well, except for right now, while I'm really tired, um, looking up the best Godzilla movies of all time. Because I really want to watch a bunch of Godzilla right now. <laughs> Some of these names are ridiculous. Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, giant monsters all out attack. Uh, Mothra. Which one's friends of the friend of the children? Is that Gamera? The turtle. The friend of all children. Yeah. yeah. And then he dies, and the children are like, we're sad. Uh, the Avengers is going in number seven. Really? That high? That movie could have failed in so many ways. It could have been a disaster. And was supposed to so because it was written by Joss Whedon. In so, no, no, I, I don't... Joss Whedon aside. Just a, a movie like that, that has to tie together four different franchises and be a movie in its own right and sum up those f- other four franchises, but at the same time be its own thing and get that many big-name stars yeah. and get them all enough screen time. Well, it's Disney. What do you expect? But he... Anything beyond that, just an Avengers movie designed in the way it was, should have failed on so many levels. But it was so good and so funny. And is there a lot to it? No. But it didn't need to have that. And it just hit all these marks that it shouldn't have. And you took, you, you gave a person who's never shot a gun before a rifle with a bent barrel put a blindfold on them, and spun them around, and then dropped them out of a plane, and then they somehow miraculously hit every target you had laid out before they hit the ground. Like, that is what Avengers is. See, I don't, I don't agree with that in the slightest. I'm saying, I see it as some dude with a lot of money hired the greatest people in the world. If you want to go with the gun analogy, a dude with a lot of money hired the best marksman in the world multiple times over, hired... You know, and the best retired marksman to direct those said great marksmen. You know, uh, you know. I, I get what you are saying, but still, to, even with that said, it was still the best marksman in the world with a rifle with a bent barrel, jumping out of a plane blindfolded after being spun around and trying to hit these targets before they hit the ground. Because of just, I'm just talking logistically what it was to get this movie to screen, and then to have it be the giant hit and success it was, is just one of those Sisyphean tasks that it's amazing what they did with it. All right. (laughs) Agree to disagree on that one. Because it could have still, it could have been terrible, and still made a pretty penny, and some nerds would have really liked it, and others would have complained about every single aspect about it. But it was good. It was really good. Again, not a lot to it, but it's really good. and Really well written. Right below that, oh, I'm struggling over a couple here. I'm going to put Gentleman Broncos at 10. Kind uh-huh. of arbitrary, but you did the same thing. <laughs> and it's like, it's kind of forcing me to go. That's going there. It's not forcing me, but it, it planned, it incepted the idea into my head. Um, so Gentleman Broncos, 10. Holy Grail is going... Mm, this is hard. It's going eight. I love Monty Python. Um, Meaning of Life is okay. It's got some good parts. Life of Brian's an amazing movie. But there's just something about Holy Grail that I've watched it so many times. I could watch it so many times more. 
with Knights of the Round Table. Dun, 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 if we're dun. able. Well, I was actually going to the later part, but yes. Whatever. The point is, I didn't forget the words and was just making sounds. Yes. Would you call the thing a monster movie? Yeah. Okay. John Carpenter's, right? The the. Yeah, yeah. The eighty two. The first remake. The, the Arctic. <laughs> the, I was saying the first remake of the thing, though. What do you mean the first remake? In that, there's another movie that it's remaking. I'm pretty sure. Really? And then it was remade. Except the remake was not really a remake. The remake was a prequel. But I'm pretty sure John Carpenter's The Thing is a remake. The Empire Strikes Back is going in 17. Low, I know, um, but it just feels right. I'm looking up Rolling Stone's uh, top monster movies, and a lot of these, I don't think are really monster movies. Like Pan's Labyrinth. Or Little Shop. Or Little Shop of Horrors. Full of monsters. What has one monster? Oh, okay. The Mummy. These are all monster movies. You're thinking kaiju movies. That's a different thing. It's like going superhero movies and then complaining, but Batman isn't in that one. Batman isn't in that one. A, Batman, not a superhero, mass vigilante. But also, you know, you're just, you're talking about Batman All right, movies. fine, then let's Jaws. You want to call Jaws a monster movie? Yes, Shark's oh. a monster. Look, the movie's named after him. <laughs> or whatever it was. The Fly? Yep. Yeah, okay, I can count The Fly. The Fly's all right. I'll let that go. Fly 2 is a farce, but yeah. <laughs> that's a joke. Cabin in the Woods is going 11. That is one of those movies... That is just so good. So many twists and turns. I've watched it so many times and will watch it so many more. At least Tremors is on this list. I love Tremors so much. Oh, on that list? You're yes. like, it's not on either of our lists. What no, are you talking no, no. about? Although, I own the fourth one. I haven't watched it yet because it's stupid. <laughs> We're in the Wild Wild West. Toy Story 3. Although, in retrospect, it's three things that I love. Campy, The West, and Monsters. Toy Story 3, 9 or 12? What, what are the options here? 9 or 12. No, what are the other movie? What's the movie other? The one it's kind of flip-flopping with is Fantastic Mr. Fox. I would... Um, personally, I, think, I would say Fox higher. I think Fox is taking 12. I love Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox doesn't make me cry. Right. So there are a lot of feels in there, but it'll make me cry. Toy Story 3, bawling like a baby. Proudly. So we're down to 13, 14, 15, and 16. I need to rewatch Troll Hunter. Troll! Was, was Slither any good? The James Gunn one? The, yeah, it was, it was fun. It's not, there's not, there's not a lot to it. I liked it. The first time I watched it, I was still in my, I don't like, um, uh, Michael Rooker. Okay. I was still in my, I don't like Michael Rooker phase for whatever reason, and it was mostly because I just detested his character in Mallrats so much, like... <laughs> I, I hated. The, I mean, well-written character, but just the type of person I would hate. That I, I would ascribe those personality traits on any character he played. And it Ooh. took me a long time to get over that. But it's still, there's a good movie. Yeah, I okay. like it. Super Eight. That's a monster movie we forgot to talk about before. If you say, I mean, I like it. I don't know. We necessarily forgot to talk about it so much. It just didn't. But it was so good. Also, this list has the host in it, and that was the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire Isn't life. Isn't that the one written by the lady who did Twilight? No. Okay. Yes, but this is the Korean movie, The Host. Oh, okay. Where it has this scene in it where they're crying, like the main family. What? It's sort of another movie. Oh. Uh, what movie? Let the Right One In. Uh, Ooh, am I going to knock something out for that? I just realized I have like, no horror on my list. Really? People put The Mist as one of the best ones? Because I hated how that went. The Darabont one? The adaptation of uh, yeah, which Stephen year? Kings. Which year? Oh, seven. That's the Darabont one. Frank Darabont 
directed it. Yeah, which he completely altered the ending and f***ed the whole story up. Yep. And didn't King like his ending more than his original? I hope not. Pretty sure he was like, yeah, this ending is Then I'm mad at King. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. Don't care. Um, I mean, I, I would see it. I'm just saying, for the purposes of the succession, I don't care who had the better ending. Yeah. I haven't seen it. We're at it, so... No, nah, I'm not gonna... I'm not, I see. I like... Well, I have Cabin in the Woods. I mean, that's like Cabin horror, in the but... Woods. Sorry, I'm going back to... I like a lot of horror, but I don't know that I need to put any on here just to have them on here. You know, there's no point in that. Where the wild things are is pretty scary at times. So is Moon, um, in a different way. Thirteen is Inglorious Bastards. I could agree with this top five. Frankenstein, Jaws, Alien, Thing, Wolfman. All right. Fourteen, Inception. Fifteen, Moon. Which means sixteen is Gangs of New York. Okay, so, we have our lists. Now I'm going to go back, and I'm going to read your list out loud, beginning to end. And you tell me if anything jumps out to you as, ooh, let me switch this. See, I should just agree to it right now. Okay. But there might be something you go, you know what? That one should go two spaces higher. Princess Bride. Zombieland. Yes. Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Jurassic Park. Serenity. Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Pan's Labyrinth. Beetlejuice. Moonrise Kingdom. Gentleman Broncos. Big Lebowski. Fifth Element, Little Miss Sunshine, Ghostbusters, Office Space, District 9, Christmas Story, Blues Brothers, Whip It. Anything you want to switch or switch out? One switch. I want to drop Scott Pilgrim down. What do you want to move up? Like, I just want to drop it down below Pants. <laughs> i got to redo all the numbering then. That's the only annoying part. Alright, no, no. Alright, here we're going to... Uh, Alright. Well, don't I have to transcribe this differently anyway? Because how else are we going to send it to them? Copy and paste it into an email, send it to me, and then I will send it to them. Okay. <laughs> it's amazing, the power of computers these days with their copies and pastings. Alright, so you know what we're going to do. We're going to ignore the fact that the numbering is all entirely wrong. Now it's wrong. You're saying not I had it wrong. Correct. Right okay. New nine. Once I have the email, I can fix them then. Exactly. So you're just switching Pan's Labyrinth and that, or are you dropping everyone? I'm I'm re- I'm dropping Scott Pilgrim, raising everything else. So nine is above Beetlejuice below Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, read to me out loud my list. All right, one second. So I can try to visualize this and make sure nothing sticks out as. I think I need to revisit this anyway, a little bit, just in general. But I think it's a good solid start. All right. Purple Rose, Purple Rose of Cairo, okay. Big Fish, The Ultimate Cut of Watchmen, Prestige, Departed, Pulp Fiction, Avengers, Holy Grail, Toy Story 3, Gentleman Broncos, Cabin in the Woods, Mr. Fox, Inglorious Bastards, Inception, Moon, Gangs of New York, Empire, Chasing Amy, Where, Where the Wild Things Are, Bug. Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at jordan at legionofdudes.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N. Or you can leave us a voicemail, 972-798-3830, and just let us know that you're leaving it for Jersey Shore. You can follow me on Twitter at jordanfrmjersey, and iTunes ratings and reviews are always appreciated. And if you enjoy the show, don't forget to check out hhwlod.com for lots of great content just like it.